The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Pride themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at ebbtidetc.com or call 844 430 Four three five seven. Hello, once again, everybody, and welcome to AIW's podcast, The Card is Going to Change. Before we get today's show started, of course, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, who's feeding us during this late night recording session that we're having to make sure we get an episode out for you in time. If you want to try Angelo's award-winning pizza, which we serve up at all of the live events in Mount Carmel, head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood. Of course, thanks to Smart Mark Video, who helps us bring all of our live events to you in the form of DVD or digital download streaming. You can visit them at smartmarkvideo.com for all AIW shows in the past. And of course, as always, don't forget to visit Jack Prince, who helps us with all of our printing and signage and graphic design needs. If you have any of those, you're a small business owner, maybe even just want some business cards made, you can visit them at jackprince.com. That's J-A-K-Prince.com. That's right. And the voice you just heard right there is, uh, well, before I even say who it was, this show, folks, is another AIW origin story of sorts. You might call this one... Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> That's right. The first voice you heard, other than my own, was Swoggle. Yeah. And then, of course, always joined by AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. I'm your moderator of sorts. And this is Leprechaun Origins, AIW style, <laughs> as we sit down. I have so many questions. <laughs> There's a good chance we're both falling asleep during this. Speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> you were literally uh, sleeping. Here's the thing. He was sleeping 45 no, he was not. Ago. He was not. His eyes get very close, <laughs> but he's not asleep. You need to be around John Thorne enough times to know that that's what's happening. I'm I'm always awake. Yeah. Like, you think that he's he's well aware of it. As told on this story before, at their jail at weekend, we're rolling into uh, Steak and Shake, and he just wakes up, and he's like, Michaela knows what's up, and we're like, "Who is Michaela?" I bartender. Always, I always know my surroundings, or server, I should say. No bartender at Steak and Shake. Don't knock my light off the lamp. Shut up, Steve. Folks, today's episode. Just because you fell asleep on a toilet earlier tonight, <laughs> doesn't mean that I fell asleep. Twenty minutes. I needed a little nap, skis. Today's episode of the card is going to change is actually 
coming to you from the studio apartment in Lakewood, Ohio. Whose? Of uh, it's mine. It's mine. This is the studio apartment? No, it's you know. It's a studio shithole. Well, there. That's fine. Call what you will, but it's still too big for you. The beauty of this episode, hey, folks. Hey, 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 uh, hey. That's insensitive. I'm sorry. As I was going to get to, the beauty of this episode is we are on audio, which means we're all the same size coming to you right now, no matter what the case may be. So uh, let's get into it. This is, for those of you who want to know when we're recording, some people like that. This is the eve. No, they don't. The eve of absolution. Absolution Eve. My first one. Yeah. First and last, brother. <laughs> which <laughs> which leads us back to the very beginning because at this point, Swaggle Now, you have been coming to AIW shows God for a year. just over a year. Just over a year. Why don't you talk about your first experience, your foray. Uh, some people know, some people do not. You were brought to us courtesy... Of Mr. Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, my, my friend Brian. The star maker. Uh, star, uh, the, the star, star factory. factory. <laughs> Get it right, Stephen. Mark boy. That, that, was, was, a, that was John Thorne, but uh, thanks. Just blame it on But Steve. no, it, it, uh, he, I got fired. And before I called anyone, anyone in my family, anyone of my friends, I called him. I said, hey, it happened. And he said, uh, as I've talked about in every interview, he said to me, all right, give me an hour. I'll call you back. Don't cry. Don't bitch. Don't get sad. Are you a crier? Oh, it, at that? I mean. Yeah. Like, what do you feel at that point? Yeah. When I got fired, I got, I mean, I had a kid at home. It sucks. Like, I was making awesome money doing nothing. But. Getting, getting but, movie roles. But glass half full. You were there for much longer than most. Yeah, I was told. So, so I was told I was gonna be there for six months. I was told uh, by by Lauren Itis I was gonna be there for six months, and I somehow stretched out to a, two weeks under ten years, staying under the radar and somehow doing something right. Uh, but then, I, so I called. I got fired. Called Hawkins, and I'm pretty sure. Global Force was the first person, first people he called. And you guys were the second. And 20 minutes later, he called. He goes, hey, I have 13 dates for you. That's crazy. It's, fu- and it's fucking 20 minutes. Like, it's, it's 20 minutes later. How many of those 13 dates were you, John Thorne? One? No, just just Jayla. <laughs> just Jayla. And Swaggle was a Biggins guy. Yep. That's, oh. that's a funny thing. Like, I, I laugh because Biggins... Likes the old school WWE guys and like the gimmick guys, and I was one of them. Yeah. And I always... I'll never forget. He was like, yeah, book Swaggle on this date, this date, and this date. I was like, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and I had a feeling of that because Biggins gave me all these dates, and then I, I text you, or I, I get, get at you on Vox, and I go, hey, man, I'm on all these. And you legitimately go, you are? Yeah, there was like a big disconnect in our communication. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it's so AIW is one of those those is probably the company besides my own where it's almost like a like a hometown where 
even though I'm a heel here, it's like I'm here a lot. Of, I'm here as much as I can be. I missed absolution last year. I don't even remember. Oh, was it because of my gallbladder or my my operation shit? I think like well because absolution was so close after Jaylet, we gave yeah, it's Jaylet the first show after Jaylet too. And then I. There was a reason I wasn't at Absolution the last year. I think something was. Something so I had to cancel the, the King of Trio, whatever it was. But I had to. I had to miss Absolution. I was really, really upset because it was a big show. And, uh, but I've been on every show since, literally just bugging Thorn and Biggins like, "Hey, what am I doing now? What am I doing now?" It's like uh, that's like kind of like. Uh, it's an interesting thing because it's like, oh, it's cool that we've been able to give you kind of like a, a home and like some depth and like do some character development. But on the other token, it kind of sucks that we don't get that WWE, former WWE superstar Hornswoggle fucking that, uh, draw anymore. You know? No, it, I'm, a, I'm a normal fucking dude just here. A dude, yeah. like, That's the thing. I'm just a just normal like, guy. And, and you I, love that, though. I do and I don't. I do for myself because right. I, I can be a heel and I can be an asshole. But I also like I like bringing that draw. And it's when I'm a normal dude, I'm a normal dude. Um, and I I was talking to Thorne. I remember literally about seven eight months ago. I was talking to Thorne. Pull back that curtain, as we you know, as we as we all hate to do. Ooh, let's bring it back. And I go, uh, what's, I mean, you, you had a really viral thing that the, with your, your death matches back in time with you and again, and the, and the girls or the, I want to do that. I want to make some, cause AIW is a very niche company at times and a very viral company. And I said, I want to do that. What's bigger than a girl in a midget death match? And then what's bigger than a girl in a former WWE midget death match? And that's why I was like, I mean, this was a while ago yeah. where I pitched this. And I said, give me a girl. Any girl you have, I don't I don't know who. And we we decided on this months ago. Yeah, the plan the plan was made a long, long time ago. And I know Biggins was very integral in it too. Yep. And he pushed for it really hard. I uh so it fucking kills me to say. The his last show that he was at, um, I brought. I bet you twenty programs and signed AWA posters and magazines. I texted him. I said, "Hey, random guy in an Oshkosh background hat brought him to the gym. Do you want these?" And he goes, "Yeah, I I would really love them." And I remember bringing them to him, and he was so so thankful for these, these stupid fucking magazines that meant nothing to me, but he was just blown away. And it it was that was like between him being a horn, me being a Biggins guy, and him always going to bat for me, and we'd vox literally every day. Me and Thorne have our our we I call it the. The Monday morning conversations, or it's usually every Monday morning we have a conversation, recap about the weekend and just about everything. But Biggins and I would be every day about random bullshit. 
it's just that was our thing i think that's uh, i think that's going to be the thing that's most difficult for me is like so like you're a wrestling fan i'm a wrestling fan we're wrestling fans but like uh i have like a very bad memory of wrestling like i have a bad like wrestling memory or bad like just like holding of a certain knowledge and uh biggins would know every detail so of, Hawk, a, of any situation yep. at any time or like uh it was just insane and so uh that's kind of like my biggest fear is like i feel like people are gonna be like you don't like yeah like you're not a you, fan yeah like you're yeah and it's just like i am a lifelong wrestling fan but like biggins compared could, to him biggins <laughs> could like i could think of something very vaguely and he could be like, it was uh, January 2nd, 1992 that's at how, Richfield Coliseum. That's a Hawkins and Tyson are. And like, it's just like, what? You know what I mean? So like, that's, you know, uh, and recently, you know, like, I've like inherited like so much of his stuff. And he has, he has so much memorabilia and s- like just so much stuff. It's so overwhelming to think like. There's no way that I can ever retain any of this knowledge that is in these boxes. He he was like the walking network or catalog, except it was even more extensive because any territory it, or any that you could think of, he knew something about its history and past. It always made me laugh that the AIW front table was literally six tables of just random merchandise and figures and magazines and videos. And that was just Biggins' stuff. It was it was Dude, you have no I can only idea imagine how much stuff. My first show, has. I stole I remember walking up to the front into the, the big the big box. And this is where the Billy Gun figure thing started. That's still a thing to this day. I found four Billy Gun figures and I look at his brother what do I, what, hey, what do we call his brother, Steve A? David, David Cross. David, David Cross. David Cross. And uh, I say, what do you want for these? And David goes, what, I forget what he says. What, uh, 20 bucks. And no I literally, way, dude. And I literally just throw money at him. And I take these Billy Gun figures just to fuck with Billy. And I tell Biggins what I did. And Biggins had this smile ear to ear, just come on. <laughs> he oh, didn't he, do that. He loves shit like that. He, yeah, and he just, that was the weekend where Jaylet, Jaylet was my first weekend here. Just hanging out with Cedric Alexander, just having so much fun. Oh, well, so. But the, like, the best part about that is Billy Gunn didn't know that Brian Myers was Kurt Hawkins. Oh, but that wasn't, was that Jaylet weekend? Yes, that, that, was, that, the, was. that was the okay. first night. So. so before we get into that, I want to paint this picture because I'm losing it right now. As I sit here across from you two, as we're in my apartment, I have an L-shaped couch. <laughs> and to my left and to my right, sec- I'm not on the couch. It's a sectional, bro. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's sectional, yes. I've got John Thorne to my left, Swaggle to my right, I'm both in rows from Titanic <laughs> pose right now. <laughs> Thorn, of course, fully clothed, but I've got a midget in just his underwear on the other side. Midget is a derogatory term. Oh, is it? Makes me money. There you go. 
I've got swag over here in just his underwear. Well, I told you, I told you from the minute we got tattoos. it that I'm, I'm going to get him my underpants. Yeah, all right. That's fair. He gave us fair warning. Um, all right. So, Jaylid, of all things, you come to AIW. This is like your first indie date. My, first, my very first indie. And it's Jaylid weekend. Which all I've heard is this is great. It's a crazy weekend. I don't know what to do. There's still a picture of my first indie weekend. Me sitting at my merch table with, with Hawkins with just a PBR toasting each other. Because it was like almost like a freedom thing where it's, <laughs> where it's like... Like a rite of passage. Yeah, we can just hang out, have fun, sell our gimmicks, and just watch a show and drink. But my fav- one, of, one of my besides fucking with Billy, one of my favorite things was seeing Billy with his stupid fogger, his vape machine downstairs yeah. in the locker room. <laughs> I go, you all right? Yeah. I got I to I gotta work this. I, I got to work this kid. I said, who? This Brian kid. And now Hawkins is next to me as I'm asking him these things. Brian Myers. Who the fuck's Brian Myers? I said, that's, that's, Haw- that, that's him. No. That's Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I go... That's his real name, Billy. Well, hell, this will be fun. <laughs> and it was, it just, it, you saw it literally click in his, in his head like, well, this ain't going to be bad at all. And I believe I did commentary during that one. I don't know, but Billy Gunn was a guy that I could not get a read on at all because he looked miserable at all times. Oh, no. That Cabana podcast helped it. And then, well, I think... Hawk, I think Hawkins helped it. Yeah. I think the crowd helped it. Like he finally like lightened up. But I was like, oh man. Yeah. One one of my favorite had, things was I was on a a different podcast then, and we were sitting down with you and Hawkins. Yeah. And he comes downstairs and just lights you up. That's it, because before that we did the hysterical. We did the Cabana podcast where I called yes. him out for juice and right. I called like out of nowhere and he was blown away. <laughs> frozen in his tracks. He just comes in. Oh, look at me. I'm a midget. I'm going to come in here. Let me get my five minutes of shit in. Oh, no. My back hurts. I can't do any of your moves. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> he's just going off on you. He's the best. He's, he's literally turned into one of my favorite guys. He works. His ass. He looks He looks better than 90% of any roster. Yeah, and yeah. he works his ass off. I remember I told him. Um, I don't know if that's Going back natural. to the Biggins thing. I told him when we were in Australia. I told him that Biggins passed. And he goes, the Cleveland guy. Yeah, he goes, damn, that's too bad. And it, it, for him to even remember that is, I mean, he's been, he was a goddamn smoking gun with those stupid cap guns. Oh, yeah. Dude, I wish I could book him as that. When he was there, I, I asked him if he would do Billy and Chuck, and he said that Chuck probably wouldn't do it. He, he's turned, he's had two promoters ask him to do Rockabilly, and he's turned it down. Dude, Billy and Chuck was a shit. But enough Billy and of, Chuck was so awesome. But enough they about... They made the, the front cover of USA Today. Listen, enough about Billy Gunn. Let's get down to the fucking heart of the matter. How much <laughs> did you get paid for Leprechaun Origins? <laughs> I didn't get paid shit. I didn't get paid shit for Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> shit! You had to get something. Did you try... You know Jennifer Aniston was in the original. So... Not the Origins, but the actual first the very first one. Did, yeah, you, did you try to negotiate her being in there? No, uh, it's a remake, she dude. Was, she I know. Was, 
it was asked, and it was asked that Warwick Davis. Warwick what, Davis. What's your fucking relationship with Warwick Davis, dude? That little, that little twat. He uh, he's probably <laughs> rich as fuck. He yeah, he's kind of rich. Yeah, it's richer than me. Yeah, but he so the director. Hold on. Always gotta take a sip of. Dude, those are stiff. His water. The you, director. You want some more water in yours? There was like a bar scene, and the director literally just wanted him sitting at the bar as like a patron, just as like a like a cameo. Yeah, just like as a as a random, almost like an Easter egg thing of, was that really him kind of thing? And he goes, nope, not having any part of that. They, you guys are ruining the franchise. You went to the hood. And to space. We're not ruining this fucking franchise. I beg to differ, sir. Leprechaun oh. in the Hood 1 and 2 are excellent. <laughs> you, you did not like Leprechaun Origins? Well, I mean, it's not as good as Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you. the Hood? You like Back to the Hood better than Origins. I bet you Warwick Davis got paid fucking huge cash for Back to the I Hood. I guarantee he did. Six figs. No, fuck off. Six figs for that. Fuck off. Text if him. he got paid if he got paid twenty five thousand, I'd be surprised. I don't know anything about Hollywood, but I bet you that dude got fucking paid, dude. What, there th- isn't a movie without him. What was better for you to watch? Leprechaun one or two or Jail It Night One After Party homicide trying to give a cop killer a swaggle. No, this dickhead, this dickhead <laughs> was the number one guy trying to fucking make that happen. I would have broke my goddamn neck. I'm a good cop. You are you weren't that night. No, we're both team bad cop. We know this by now. We're team bad cop. I my favorite was that trying to that that happening and then him trying to throw your mattress out and me looking at homicide going, "Don't do this. Don't. It's about it." And he goes, no, it needs to go out there. It needs to go out there. And I look at Hamas. I go, no, it, no, it really doesn't. Oh, as has been recapped on this show previously. Before I was a swaggle handler, I was the homicide handler for that night. I love that you're my handler now. Like, how did that thorn? It was potato for the first like, three shows. It was potato. Potato moved away. He's not moved an hour. And I'm away. okay with this. Well, I like this handler because we have we have our meetings. Yeah, we have our meetings. And then we have our booking meetings. Well, I think that this happened too. Some of this happened because of Hawkins and because of Jayla Weekend. Because that night one, we're sitting in the hotel. If you remember, it's you, me. At one point, you, me, and Hawkins and Homicide too, just sitting in our little circle. The couch, yep. Yeah, our little area. What was happening to me at that time? We uh, That was actually right Did before. Did he get slapped at that point? There it is. <laughs> right before he got smoked across the face. <laughs> the hardest slap. And Hawkins goes, Hawkins goes, Holy shit, he just got hit. This girl is hitting on Hawkins hardcore, <laughs> and he's just like raising the hand, like, nope, I'm sorry, married. I'm married. Married. And married. And by the way, Creepy Postal is going, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm okay. And then over comes Thorn, tries to, <laughs> tries to throw his hat into the ring. What was the line you said? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You got smoked. She did not like whatever I said to her. <laughs> I remember you got hit, and Hawkins goes, oh, You see that? That's why Hawkins gets me Comsky, so raw now. 
But why did yeah? Why did you become my handler? Because Dave Potato had me for three shows. It's I think literally it's just because we got along then, and then you, uh, and then the after party started to happen. Oh, because then Hawkins shortly thereafter he fucking left gone he fucking left me so you didn't like have a person he fucking sold out yeah you didn't really have a person for the after i still had dave potato for two fucking shows not at the after party so yeah no he just leave me we just somehow naturally what's your feeling on that on dave the potato i fucking hate him (laughs) (laughs) i fucking hate you oh then what was it he's a father what was the concert thing it's a concert thing I was just people got to use those microphones, man. It's fine. What was it? What was the concert that he he go funded me for? <laughs> oh, the used. I think used. That's what it was. <laughs> I fuck that. That when I heard about that, then that made done? me really angry. <laughs> that started the hatred. That started the hatred. All right, let's get down to the heart of the matter. What's right. your biggest? Hey, hey, what's your him, biggest WWE him, payday of all time? Headphones like Lavar Burton and Star Trek yeah. over here. <laughs> The nitty gritty questions. The biggest WWE. What's your biggest WWE payday of all time? WrestleMania twenty three. What Detroit. happened? I was I was there, dude. AIW ran that weekend. That was the only Mania weekend you ran, right? Yeah, because that shit is fucking whack now. Too oversaturated. I went to a I went to a Ring of Honor show that weekend too. We ran. Just popped in. We ran with Just Matt Morgan. With Matt Morgan? Yeah. What was his payday that weekend? Oh, dude, I'm sure it was ridiculous. <laughs> probably, not, probably not as bad as yours. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think it was as big as yours, but... We, had, Ma- right. we had Matt Morgan, Elix Skipper, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Dude. What's Elix Skipper doing these days? I don't know. I don't even. We didn't even book him that time. Some guy was just like, yo, like, I live in Detroit. He, I, I, like I want to pay like for Elix Skipper. Skipper the Stripper? Now. Skipper the stripper, yeah. No what do you way, think dude. he's doing nowadays? Operating a go kart track. There you go. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I why not? It up. You could probably make some money off of that. Operating a go kart. I'm a nice man. What's up, everybody? It's Alex Worldwide Keller here to tell you all about the thrift store jobber and what he has for you this week. That's right. It's the one, no, it's Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn. It's all about the ass. Size double, extra large. You know, allegedly, Billy Gunn recently, uh, the uh, trademark on his name lapsed with the WWE. He owns that shit. And he took it to New Japan, and it was all right. But this shirt is amazing! And you should all check it out at Thrift Store Jobber on Instagram, and also uh, Etsy, eBay, and uh, do it up. Do it for Kip. Do it for Billy Gunn. 10% off when you say worldwide. WrestleMania 23. Yeah, that was, <laughs> what did you do for WrestleMania 23? I got uh, climbed that 20 foot ladder to that briefcase, oh. and then I got Kentown bombed or Lambo leaped off yeah. the ladder. Oh, I watched that, dude. It made it made every highlight video from WrestleMania, and the best part was like the 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 coolest thing for me was like that was the guy who trained me, and he Kenny got Anderson. My job. 
Yeah. And he got my job. Ken Anderson? Yep. Wow. And he put it like, they were looking for a midget for fit. They gave me a tryout. I bombed it. Does he cut you deals when you book them for your promotion? I couldn't do a fucking Irish accent. Because I can't do any any accents. Do you book him for your promotion now? Uh, He's our champion. Until tomorrow. Until Saturday. Does he cut you deals since you you guys have such a long-term relationship? boys. Really good deals. Yeah. That's good. Uh, um, Does yeah. he have aces and ace vests? <laughs> he does not sell do you, them. So do you book Mister? Do you book Mister Kennedy, Mister Anderson, or aces and eights guy? That, it's Mister Anderson who does the microphone shit. Mister, does he do that shit? Yeah. Yes, the microphone stuff. Well, the microphone stuff started as Mister Kennedy. Yes, but can't use that anymore. Right. It's copyrighted. But you're allowed to use Mister Anderson. Yes. It's All right. That's just sweet, dude. But he then loves the microphone so. So he gave me that, and you can see on the on the, the footage, we land, and he looks right at me to make sure I'm okay, and I'm laughing. And he goes, "You all right?" I go, "Yeah, buddy, I'm good." Clear as day on on my f- fucking very first WrestleMania ever. I go, "Yeah, buddy, I'm good," and we're laughing now. And then, uh, what's that payday look like, dude? Uh, my house in Ikea. Ikea? Optima? Sportage. Sportage. Oh, man. High I class. Like High class. I like my Kia, my fucking dad car. I love it. I got a Kia, dude. It's got Kia, yeah. Love my Kia. Got a Hyundai. It's all right. You have a Hyundai? Yeah. Is you that what we're fucking driving in? Yeah, man. You've only been in it multiple times. It's all right, dude. Let's get to the heart of the matter. What's the second biggest WWE payday of all time? Uh... For for him or anybody? Them D, them DX paychecks. DX, dude. That DX. We getting royalties money. off that DX merch? I was on a goddamn T-shirt. Suck it. Dude. Yeah. Were you I was on a goddamn T-shirt. Look, What's I your relationship with Shawn Michaels? I didn't like? really try to strong arm. Shawn was amazing. Uh, so fun. He, he, the 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 stupid stupid story of how I got with them. I was working out my match with Chavo and Masters. Chris. My my boy Masters. Yeah. Some Guerrero. call Chris. Uh, and Hunter and Sean are by commentary tables. And they're just sitting there. And Hunter goes to Sean. Man, kids really love him. And Sean goes, Chavo? <laughs> <laughs> Hunter goes, no. The, the midget. Sean goes, yeah. My kids, uh, th- he's, he's their favorite on Raw. I goes, what if he was with us? You got the kid market. Sean goes, that's, that's fine with me. Plans change. So then they disappeared. They come back and plans changed that for that raw an hour later of what we were doing. And there and, you were. And there I started joining DX. Got a t-shirt through glow sticks. Those glow sticks, when we were on these overseas tours... I would fucking aim at people. We would throw them, and I would have about a dozen of them every night, and I would throw them one at a time, and I would just aim right at people who weren't paying attention just to try to hit them in the face. What are you more excited? What were you or are you more excited for? First WrestleMania, first Absolution. DX Pyro. We can't get that. We, we can't get them I DX did that Pyro. DX Pyro. I would do that DX Pyro overseas every mm-hmm. night. 
and I would try to hit that Xbox jump crotch chop. Yeah. And I only jump about nine inches. We got a guy with a fog machine, but we can't get you DX Pyro for well, that, Absolution. And he always fucks up my music every time. Well, that's so, a different like, guy. Were you like in the click or what? Yeah. No. Too I sweet? Was, so I was never never a member. I was only the mascot. Oh. How'd that make you feel? Like an asshole. You're a member of us, man. It's okay. Oh. Member of AIW. You're a part of this. You're part of the gang. Debatable. I started the gang. You're in the gang. I started the oh, gang. We were the original members of the gang. I started the gang. I let you in. Uh, no. Thorne's in. That was a Kenny Wang thing. Matt Justice is in. Kenny Wang declared uh, us the gang. Who, hey, who's the other guy that I don't know? I never remember his name. Bobby Beverly? Yep, Bobby Beverly. I never remember his name. But, but they weren't there that initial night. The initial night of the gang was you, me, Thorne, and Young fuck Josh. Fuck you guys' is gang shit, dude. And Nick Sanka. Nobody knows what the fuck I love Nick Sanka. It was us, but Thorne, that's not my favorite. Nick Sanka, who's my favorite? Who's the fat guy? Kaplan. 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 So... When yeah. Cap, that was the night he was chugging those beers in three seconds. And I was taking a video of Kaplan chugging these beers and sending them to my buddies back home. And I said, you need to be in Cleveland. And they, they love Kaplan. Kaplan. Kaplan's probably my favorite, my favorite guy here. You, we've talked about... What do you about, think the chances of Kaplan making it to the, big, to the show are? Yeah. You've been there. Can like, he be somebody's like mascot? Like beer chugging championship or the show? The show, the, dude, show. the fucking world wrestling entertainment. Stanford, dude. What do you th- what do you think the chance? Kaplan has a hell Stanford, of a beer chug on him. Stanford like cell phone number. Kaplan has got a good beer chug on him. If he calls that two hundred three, if he sees that show up on his phone, he better answer it by the third dial, by the third ring. What happens at the fourth? Probably goes to voicemail. They give up. Can he be somebody's mascot? Do you think? Not DX. Can I get, can I tell you guys a funny story that's kind of off topic today that I just thought of? Yep. Yeah. Dave the Potato. Is so, this Dave? Okay. He sends get, me a screenshot today. Oh God. And uh, it's a phone number. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. And he goes, "When you think you're finally getting the call to go to the to the show." And it's just Arn Anderson asking if you're going to pick him up from the airport. <laughs> he got all excited because he got a phone call. For the, and the caller ID said Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> and he thought he was getting a call to go to the fucking, to the show, dude. He thought he was getting a call for his fucking WWE okay, referee but, contract. But where the fuck would he have been going? In all reality, where would he have been going? Straight to TV, of course. That's what it's, he thought. It's fucking Thursday night. Yeah, he well, thought it could have been the offices being like, "Hey, man, we want you to. We want do you this. Monday yeah. for Raw, or we want you to do a, a show this weekend." See he how literally it goes. texted me a screenshot of like the full caller ID number, and it was like, "When do you think you're finally getting that call?" But on the other hand, it's Arn Anderson calling you. Whenever I would get those, cool. I would hate them because they're a about travel or b about fucking tax things. I never liked those two. Dude, I cut my fucking ankle up on that fucking construction yeah, barrel. Of your ankles all what did up. you what did you attack tonight? That construction barrel out there. What did you do? What did you do to the construction barrel while <laughs> I was parking? Nothing. Nothing. I dared him to tackle it. It's gonna go so well? He wouldn't do it. He goes, I need to be in my ankle, dude. My ankles are fucked up though. I cut myself up. <laughs> and then he and then he threw it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh Let's get to this the heart of it. a good little neighborhood, dude. Steve guy. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's your biggest TNA payday of all time? 
they're all the same. What was it? What was it like uh, working the final deletion? Did you enjoy that? That's gonna be like one of the more unique things that you did. Yeah. I got there at noon. Oh, it's putting you to sleep just like it did me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I got there at noon and I was fil- we were filming until four thirty in the morning, and I had a six a.m. flight. So that was rough. Oh, was what's brutal. with you in the early flights? Man? Yeah, man. Well, I, I like get you these know, fucking early flights. You know, at this point, you're gonna come to Cleveland. We're gonna do the usual meeting, what's and then the we're gonna meeting? have the business meeting spot, and then we no, we have our usual meeting. Yeah, and then we have the the booking meeting, the booking meeting, and which, then you're which gonna, you have the Page, show. I was so happy last time when Ethan Page was a part of the booking meeting. He was very excited to be a part of it. Yeah, he wanted to be a part of it. He hit me up that morning and said, "Yo, <laughs> let me know when you get." Swaggle. Is he a part of it tomorrow? I want to go with you guys. No, he doesn't get in until uh, later. I think he's driving in tomorrow. He's driving in for Absolution. That's him. He flew in because he was coming That's from right, somewhere else. He has else. to fly to rest of the circus. Yes. Well, if they buy his flight, <laughs> so <laughs> which they asked me to fucking put in on. But why these early flights? Like, I mean, you know, then we're gonna because the I like to the get show, home. and then there's the after. Party I have a child. Then, yeah, but you have missed a flight before. Two, three of Probably. them. Probably <laughs> three of them. The last one, my favorite was the last one, where I go straight from. It was Jay Lee weekend. I go straight All right, from, fuck your flights. Let's get to the art of merit matter. What you get paid for the WLC, dude? <laughs> WLC. Did you get any kind of bonus for that show-stealing performance? The hard no! That was the thing. I think I didn't get any bonus because I tweeted that it was better than the Evolution Shield match. And uh, Oh, man. Did you get some heat ski? Oh, I, a, a certain nose didn't like that too much. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I overheard, or I, I heard... The rumor was that I I tweeted that out that we had the show stealer and match of the night and it was better than the main event and Nose didn't like that. Well, I mean, you know, that wasn't a very humble thing to tweet. No, not a humble thing at all. I I don't give a fuck. We had the match of the night. We were in New Jersey, the one place that should have booed us out of the building. I I say it all the time. The one place that should have booed us out of the building. Well, they're Philly, right? And we pretty much killed it. Yeah, and and it was easily the match of, the match of my career. The one thing, if there's one thing, well, that, if you can look at your fucking body of work in AIW, that's for sure. I had a, I had a decent one. My very first one with Tracy, Tracy Smothers. That Tracy Smothers match. I was gonna roll into there. Yes, that Tracy Smothers I'm match. Just was, busting your balls, bro. I want to know about the whole the shebang, DLC, dude. You get that was match that the whole shebang? Yeah, it was Johnny's farewell oh, show. Fuck it. You and Tracy yeah, we stole the show. We we stole the show that night too. I loved your your promo for that. You're naming off all these things. You're like Savage Steamboat, and uh, that's right. I don't remember what the other uh, ones were. Uh, uh, Taker Michaels. You're, Nothing's uh, gonna rock hold. Austin. Yep. And then you go Swaggle, Swaggle Smothers. Smothers. Well, we I'm, did chain I'm, wrestling. I remember. I remember he walked in the building. He walked into Thorn. I never and he worked was so with upset. Midget. Johnny I ain't never worked with no midget before. I never worked one of them before. <laughs> and John goes, well, "What do you mean, one of them midgets?" And he walks up to Sanjay and I are sitting at by the merch tables, and Tracy walks in with his bags, and we can see like Tracy's flustered. And I go. Sanjay, what, what the fuck's up with him? Sanjay goes, I don't know. He looks really frazzled. 
Hi Sanjay. Hi Hornswoggle. Sanjay, you want to help us out? With, you want to help us out with this match tonight? You want to be our agent? Sanjay goes, sure. Why? Because I never worked one of him before. <laughs> Sanjay goes, you worked three goddamn bears. <laughs> and Tracy goes, them be bears, not midgets. And I lost it. Amen. I fucking lost it. He had a great point there. Yeah, I mean, bears aren't midgets. Were you upset when uh, your opponent from WLC could not follow up with the sequel at your home fed? <sighs> I <laughs> let's get to the heart of the matter, man. Hey, what well, you, here come the more hard-hitting questions. Hey, questions. Well, John Stewart get, over here. What do you get paid for a fucking action figure? <laughs> uh, an action. Say, let's say an action figure is ten bucks. We get seven. If no, seven out of ten. Like Fuck, per person. Dude. Per figure sold. Per figure sold. Yeah, that's, that's a lot, best, man. That's our best figures. It might not have been seven, but. We're doing put on shows, Thorn. We need to get in this action uh, figure no, business, no, the, dude. The figures catch you heat, dude. The figures were the best, the best paying merchandise we ever had, because they were outsourced. They were from another company. Wow! Everything in company paid us like shit. Let's get to the heart of the matter, man. <laughs> hard hitting questions. What up, John Stewart? There's a theme to all of these questions, by the way. When are you gonna learn how to be a good pro wrestler? Oh, well, where? That when? went away from the money. When? When? Yeah. Where? We know where. You can learn at the AIW Academy. AIW Training Academy in Oshkosh. Oh, oh, yeah? Who are you training out there, dude? Yeah. Uh, we got a few a few guys. You got any prospects? We got a few. Oh, you're training people? Goddamn right. I'm w- teaching them to bite ass and do a hell of a splash. When are you learning? I got a really good ass bite and a shitty splash. That's all I'm teaching them. Uh, oh, there you go. They ain't taking any bumps. What other cool it. shit that you do in the wrestling S- business, dude? Solid ball tap. Hell of a ball tap. Okay. Were you ever in a Punjabi prison? I was there for bo- I was there for both of them, and I remember shaking them and going, "There's fucking metal pipes inside this bamboo." Yeah, they're bamboo reinforced with steel. And I go, which is actually reverse. It's steel reinforced with bamboo. In I'm just telling you how it's said exactly. Yep. But my thing was like, everything's steel there, by the way. Even those aluminum steps, you can't see the fucking steel pipes. Underneath the bamboo. Ah. So this is making it worse for everyone. But they got a hell of a goddamn uh, Jack's Pacific toy out of it. I wish WWE would let me rent the Pujami prison. You want the, That is one of his, his big I just things. want a big blue cage. Loves that Punjabi prison. Big, Give me a big blue cage. Oh, the old school. Let's get to the heart of the matter, man. Cage. Here we go. Hard hitting. What was the biggest raw payday you ever had? Here it is. Fuck, I don't know. You get paid one by one for those? Yep. Wow. Yep. Can you, so can you explain how like the payoffs work? Because I think people get confused. Like I know that like there's a downside guarantee. Hey, they think you're But then there's like... Hey, so if, if something the wrestler would have told me one thing, it would just like, I don't know, I wasn't there. You don't talk money? No, I'm talking, I don't give a fuck. No, I'm saying like... So like, you know, there's a downside guarantee, but then like <laughs> you get like... A bonus for TV and a bonus for that. Like, how does all that work? Um, so we work the house shows. We get paid for those. And then if you're used on television. Is it like a flat fee or different fees for different people? 
Or is it based on the actual house? It's, it's no. Uh, the TV thing is based on whatever the fuck you're doing. If you're, a, you know, I'm a, saying house show. House show is usually the same. I mean, I'm not making the same as fucking Batista, but dude, Batista is one of the best professional wrestlers of all time. I of love, course not. How big is Batista's dick? Stop, Steve guy. Don't be a fucking mark. Mazark. Got a mint here. Just said it. We just had to ask it. That's the, it's the, That's the internet. Is that show? Have a mint, please. Those came from Taco Bell. Swoggle. Yeah. What's the most embarrassing thing you ever saw backstage at WWE? Let's What's get some hard. Embarrassing what? Thing you ever saw backstage at WWE? Uh, well, the thing that happened to me was I fell asleep under the ring during a house show. Under? You were supposed to like come out for it? Yeah. Oh man. It was a six-man tag. We were overseas. Uh, the usual spot was, there's one of two ways I would get out from under the ring. Fit would come out, lift up the apron, and I would scurry out. Or, we had what was called the water bottle spot, which is my favorite, where there would be, it was usually when Fit was a baby face. Uh, he would get shut down, bing da bam da boom The ring announcer knew the spot. He would throw a water bottle out from, you know, under the ring towards me. I would come out, and that was my spot. Well, it was a six-man tag. It was Fit, Kali, and Big Daddy V against Undertaker, Kane, and Batista. So you're looking about 2,500 pounds in the ring, probably? Yeah. It's a lot. He's okay. He's listening. Continue on. 2,500 pounds in the ring. He's waiting for you to finish the story. <laughs> I see his teeth right now. <laughs> he's on board. I assure you, he's on board. <laughs> you see? I know these things. Finish your story. Him. You're um, underestimating. <laughs> I got, uh, you. I got your back, Thorne. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. <laughs> I got your back. Spot comes. Fit gets out of the ring, lifts up the apron, waits for me, waits for me, waits, and all he sees is me face down on the ground underneath the ring. He thinks the ring knocked me out, like someone took a bump and the fucking beam knocked me out. He goes, hey, hey. I look right up at him, I go, now I wake up and I go, what? He goes, come on. And now I realize, oh shit, not only did I sleep through my spot, but my spot is with Undertaker, which I will get slid in the ring, get goozled for a choke slam. There we go. And now I'm going, oh fuck, I'm late and I was making them, Fitz now laughing <laughs> and he's now yelling at Undertaker. He fell asleep. He fell asleep. I walk in the ring, son. I'm going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Choke slam, bang, get to the back. I go right up to Undertaker. I go, I fell asleep. He goes, You what? I said, I, I, I fell asleep. That was it. That was the end of the story? Yeah. Undertaker didn't do anything? No, I had to buy him a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh. That was always like, because I would be late, 
every tour I would be late for the bus once. Because I would get too drunk and just sleep in. Oh, man. Hard-heading questions. What did you get paid for those tours? <laughs> I would. I love these hard-heading questions. <laughs> tours were good. Tours tours were very good. A lot better than uh, in the States shows. All right. Let's bring it back. Let's reflect on your AIW career. Yeah. Give, give me your highlights, your lowlights. Rattle them off. Let's hear it. Highlight. Tracy Smothers match. Uh, My personal opinion. Tracy Smothers should be a Monday Night Raw right now. I, Tracy Smothers. In so, some capacity. I watched that Wrestling Road Diaries. Was that him and Grado match that bad? What do you mean? Who said it was bad? Like, they made it seem like they were off that night. No, they were on. Because I love both of them. I mean, it ain't no wrestling classic. It's a spectacle of things. I, uh, low light was the match with Space Monkey. Cause I was really, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like how I did that match. And Josh Prohibition, every night, every AAW show, I'll get to the back and I'll go right to him. I go, yep, that sucked. And Probo would go, no, no, it wasn't that bad at all. Go, no, no, it, it sucked. But he was always one of those guys, like, he was always the guy that, Lifted my spirits. And I remember that when we had that meeting, the, the, the locker room meeting one time. And he goes, no shots to the referee. And Smothers and I and Sanjay all kind of raise our hands. And we go, uh, we have two referee bumps. Provo goes, yeah, you guys don't matter. It's fine. <laughs> it was one of those things where we're not listening to the meeting. Sorry, buddy. But no, this this place has always been a home to me. It's low why? lights, low lights. Give me some low lights. Low lights, yeah. The fucking Tracy, Sp- the the space monkey thing. Why did you become an instigator at the IW after parties? I don't think I am. We gotta wrap this up soon. That does a whole other podcast. We're at forty. I'm not eight a, minutes. I'm not an instigator at all, and I don't like that it's now known. Like, let's get to the heart of the matter. Here it comes. You ever gonna go back to the WWE? A lot of guys, a lot of my good friends think that in some capacity in the future I will I will be there. Hard hitting. Were you upset that you weren't Kurt Angle's son? No. Okay. Hard hitting. Have you ever signed up to be a WWE extra? No. I uh, I've never signed up. I've never texted Cammy Canyon Seaman. I've never asked him what I should do <laughs> or what I shouldn't do. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you think the future holds for Swaggle? On the independence? Of all of the above. Hopefully. Because I can tell you what the future holds for the independence. It ain't looking hard hitting. Could you have been in 205 Live or were you? Oh, I'm way a fucking over. Fuck. No, I'm not <laughs> overweight, you fuck. <laughs> I get asked about the purple belt a lot, like why I'm not defending the cruiserweight title. That's probably like the number one thing. It's, hey, I remember when you were Vince McMahon's son. And I go, that's not a question. I mean, wouldn't it still be currently Vince McMahon's son? Yeah. Nope. Because I was revealed away? to be Finley's son. Hard hitting. Could you have survived a helicopter landing into the ocean? As Vince McMahon's Depends son. Depends how high. <laughs> <laughs> we talking like thirty. 
I we were talking like 30 feet. I don't know. I wasn't there. 30 I feet I in the water. I think I'm surviving 35 feet at least. I'm a good swimmer. All right. I'm a real good swimmer. Well, they stayed on it. And somebody, you what? Lifeguard, they had stayed on the helicopter. Lifeguards came out. It was okay. They didn't. Oh, did they? Yeah. I thought they Sw- jumped out of the helicopter. No, no, no. Lifeguards came out. All right. Them. I don't give a fuck about that helicopter. All right. Hard hitting question, John Thorne. Hard hitting question. What do you got? You got any final words? Because this fucking podcast is getting boring with helicopter questions. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> I really, I really wish he was here. No, you don't. Because there's no, there's a good he, chance one of these after bars. I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna look him in the face and go, "I really want to punch you in the mouth." Yep, that that, that happens. Pretty much sums it up. Top three people you've met on the independent since you've been there. Sanjay, okay, best. Yeah, he's great. Since I've been here, or Independence period. period. Doesn't matter. We're here. Here, Independence period. Yeah, period. Uh, Sanjay, best. Yep. Um. Tracy's mother is because he pops me. Second best of all time. Fuck. Uh, I like Keith Lee. Keith Lee, all right. Ooh, wild card in there. I don't know too much. Wild card. I mean, you know me, obviously, with me being how I am. All right. Because it's AIW, as we wrap it up, uh, and you didn't name him, Yep. did you already know Guido? Yeah, I wrote with him. Me, him, Dreamer, and Striker. Okay. Rode together for a while. There you go. And I, he was fucking crazy then. I knew that, but I know someone was just misunderstood. He's the best. He's you know, he's the best. He's Uncle he's Uncle Uncle Nunzio. Yep. There it is. All right. Thank uh, you, boys. Yeah, that's gonna do it here for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed Leprechaun Origins, AIW style. I fell asleep during half of it, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I called it. It's I all literally right. told told you Steve Guy, yep, it's, he's sleeping. It's all good, but I knew he was coherent. For he wasn't going here because he was sleeping. He came right back in and asked the hard hitting <laughs> questions as per usual. The hard hitting questions were money pertaining questions. to money. They, yeah, there was a theme going on with that. He has one non money question. I really want fine. some of this fried ravioli from Angelo's Pizza. Uh, well, next time. Fuck but off. Thanks to our sponsors, Angelo's Pizza, uh, Smart Mark Video, and of course, Jack Prince.com for Swaggle. And John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And we'll talk to you guys next time right here on AIW. The card is going to change. Thanks. I'm getting a little doot, doot, doot. Feeling a little drunk right now. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to stay. That needs to fuck.